I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. Wow. Rye, how are you? What's happening, Hoops? I mean, 80 for Brady is now in theaters. Do you want to go on break or do you want to go tomorrow? When do you want to go? I think I would rather take 80 bullets to the stomach <laughs> than go see that in the theater. Shit, man. I did that once. Oh, 50, you're here. No, um, I don't know what that was. No? Oh, come on. <laughs> you're teasing us with the, with the 50 quick Popeye. I don't know if we want to get into the sports corner right up top, but... Do we? 80 for Brady is in theaters today. Tom Brady retired just so he could devote all his time to promoting it. All right. I don't know if you saw that tweet earlier where he's like, I all right, quit man. football so I could see 80 for Brady four times today. Do what I'm doing. And we should oblige. All right, Remember? men. Tom Brady retired, as he said. And also Shannon Sharp tried to fight a guy at a game against the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, Conor McGregor was hit by a car on his bike. God damn it. And Derek Jeter used to check into hotels as Johnny Chase. Um, that's it. That's fucked up. That was his alias. All right, that's all the sports for this week. Make sure to keep them out and have a dick. Oh, yeah, I forgot to take my dick out. Take them out. Okay, I'll take it out now. It's out. Sports Corner. I don't know. I think I like the CBS song better. The pure, the enough purists are going to be angry. Mm. I can tell. I'm going to hear something from Monty. Like, I don't know why you use different music. I don't know why you did the sports corner at the beginning of the show. His whole routine is going to be fucked. <laughs> Strong start. As he jerks back. off in the guest bathroom using his, in the inner part of his prosthesis as a flashlight. Ooh. Just filled with Vermont maple syrup that he gets from a, a tree in Colorado. He's a little bit, uh, what do you think holds it up, Slick? <laughs> Trying to remember that line. I'm sure you'll be able to correct me. Oh, no, I got it wrong. I love maple syrup. I love maple syrup on pancakes. I love it on pizza. Mm. Uh, I take maple syrup, put a little bit of my hair when I've had a rough week. What do you think holds it up, Slick? There I missed something. I don't see how you did. That was impressive, though. But we need to get right into the very serious news of the week. Oh. Uh, Pennyworth, The Origins of Batman's Butler, has been canceled after three beautiful seasons. That's a shame. On HBO Max. I love how they added in the origin of Batman's Butler yeah. to the to the title. Like, was, we weren't going to know. That was the last ditch Hail Mary. Like, okay, we're going to add <laughs> the origins of Batman's Butler to yeah. the title. If this doesn't work, you're canceled. And you're all going home. <laughs> the Warner Brothers execs all sitting around like, so I think the problem is people don't know what Pennyworth is. All we have to do is let them know that it's adjacent to the Batman universe and yes. the viewers are just going to pour in. <laughs> it's, this is going to solve everything. This is uh, the DC universe. This is what James Gunn has been Do you have other towards. cancels? Because I do. I uh, know. Hit me. Uh, reboot starring friend of the show, Keegan Michael Key. 
Oh no, he does. Hulu? He doesn't get any work ever. How is he going to survive? I don't know. I he, saw. I actually had a, a legit LOL at a commercial he did the other day that was literally just to take off on the like, hey, hey, Ron, sketch from Key and Peele when he's pronouncing white people's names like a black guy, mm. and they did that like as a commercial with like a bunch of animated like the Roger Rabbit style. Oh. It was pretty dumb. Anyway, that yeah. got canceled. Uh, Richard Gere, I'm sorry, well, Richard Gere was the movie, but John Barenthal's Showtime original American Gigolo was canceled. Uh, Netflix's, or is it TNT or TBS, one of those? Snowpiercer? Where did that land? I think that was, yeah, TNT. Possibly. They bumped it around, I think, right? That is the weirdest movie to get like a straight to cable yeah. TV version. Super weird. The movie's actually decent. I That's like the it. movie. Yeah. It's Bong, right? It's Bong. Bong Rip Ho. Bong Jun Ho, friend of the show. Um, Mosquito Coast with a uh, friend of the show. Justin Thoreau. Justin Thoreau, yeah. He's a worker. I watched like the meat of se season two. It was really bad. So I understand that cancellation. I can't believe it got a season two. Like if a show, I didn't yeah. know that show was still on the air. And if I don't know that it's on the air, I don't know who does. My defense of Mosquito Coast is that the first season was a pretty good cliffhanger. And I get why someone on Earth may have been excited to watch it again. Mm. Um, anyway. But it's not us. No. Gabriel Byrne, uh, his Let the Right One In was canceled. Oh, yeah. That, all these Showtime shows, I, Just, I'm barely even aware of them. That's another movie that like, huh? Yeah, like, Wasn't that like a horror movie in Japan and they, we adapted it? Yeah, whose idea was it? Like, you know this Swedish vampire movie that already got an American remake? Let's do another remake, but make it a TV show. Right. It's like, why? <laughs> who's saying yes to that? I don't get it. And that's all I wrote down, but there's a bunch I do of have, like, others. The reboot of Dexter is not continuing. I guess they were going to do season two, but they're saying now it's no longer moving forward at Showtime. Hmm. What was that called again? Like Dexter, the Goosebumps reboot or something? I can't. <laughs> yes. It, uh, Dexter New Blood. There it is, yeah. Which was, I used to love Dexter. First four seasons were great. Then it like fell off. This new season was not finished. Piss poor. I fell off like three episodes in. Him like up in the mountains. Mm. Him like, I'm not killing anymore. He went like two episodes without killing someone. It's like, that's the whole show. What am, what am I watching here? <laughs> what right. is this? People want to see that character development. Michael C. Hall. Kim, yeah. like, remember when I sucked dick in Six Feet Under? <laughs> Keith. When are we going to have kids? Keith. But they, are, uh, they did announce alongside this, for all the Dexter heads, they're going to make Young Dexter a series about him as a teenager. No. I guess. I thought you're not... That's not that's not real. I'm not kidding. This is real. <laughs> that this, stinks, dude. Do you think they'll CGI de-age Michael C. Hall and it'll be like a goof? That'd be uh, fun. I'm just following my dark passenger and trying not to kill anybody. Yeah, it'll be like, I can't, it'll be worthless. It'll be... Now, Dex, the thing you need to remember is... Hmm. Women have a period, and there, there's blood there, so no use that blood to throw people off of your murders. This is like verbatim from Dexter Season 2. Ah, uh, I gotta get out of here. Harry John Hall. Lithgow's on his way. Ooh. Morgan, let me out of this cage. Oh, it's Dokes. The whole gang's How here. you doing there? It's me, Dokes. I'm on to you, Morgan. 
I would like if young Dexter hung out with young Sheldon. And maybe they were like a duo. Or maybe, Who is this no. tall, skinny guy? Are you a murderer too? Maybe young Dexter could uh, run into young Rock and uh, slice his throat while he's Even on the better. football field. Do you think that uh, the people over at Showtime would be able to keep up with Jim Parsons' enormous per-episode paycheck that NBC has been shoving up his ass for the last God knows what? No, I don't think they can. Doesn't he make like $100 million an episode? Uh, he did. Big Bang Theory is yeah. finally off the air, but yeah, he was making like what the Friends people made. Like at least, I think like two mil an ebb. Good dough. Mm, I was trying to find the... Oh. Surprise, motherfucker! I have a dokes drop because... Surprise, motherfucker! Why not, right? Yeah. I was wishing we could expand on the Dexter thing a little bit more, but I got no bits left. Mm. I'm Dexter's dad, and... Hank was molested as a young boy. Yeah, young boy. You can be part of, like, the young team. Young Dexter, yeah. young Rob. Young Dexter, young Hank. Yeah. Little Hank. All right. Let me start the theme over, and I'll do Little Hank over the Dexter theme instead of... Oh, Little Hank's here. What about that uh, James Gunn announcement? Did you see all that stuff? What did he announce? That uh, he was going to be a guest star in the young Dexter? <laughs> yes. With his spiky hair and his terrible face? <laughs> the... Uh, he announced his his big uh, ten year plan for mm. the new DC whatever the fuck they're calling it. The there's gonna be a new Batman movie in addition to the next one with uh, your boy Robert, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. They're making a sequel to that just called the Batman Part Two. Which okay, I was like, is that cool? That might be cool. That's fine. Yeah. Instead of like a, a and then subtitle. three and they're done. That's cool. Uh, but who's gonna, the other new Batman? Yeah, they haven't announced that yet. But it's going to be a Batman and Robin movie. It's going to be like oh. a duo kind of thing. Rion said that uh, the internet was a buzz talking about it being Jensen Eccles, and he made a great point. Like, why would you take a guy who's already on another program or in another project doing a superhero and make him a different superhero? Mm. That's like for sure a way to fail at a franchise. Yeah, like okay, is... Deadpool. There was one exception, but yeah, and Affleck friend of the show right yeah okay but yeah in general it's like don't just you know what give i mean though, it sucks it's distracting give it to ezra miller let him start anew <laughs> well they did say like there's going to be a new superman <laughs> movie with you know we'll find out who's going to play the new superman but they said they're leaving the door open for uh ezra miller the guy who plays shazam uh i can't remember his zachary name. levi yes he's in hot water right now too did you see that Oh yeah, he said something. He tweeted dumb. something about like basically like an anti-vax anti-vax kind of thing about Pfizer mm. that was like pretty much something anyone would agree with and then the left came for him and like he had to apologize I think about saying something bad about Pfizer. Yeah. That's silly. We live in a simulation. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like they can they might still be playing their roles and also Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa as a uh, Wonder Woman and Aquaman, respectively. So I imagine their class action lawsuit threats actually got listened to, and they went, okay, fine, we'll just give you the project back. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, everyone else is being recast, and I don't know, we'll see if any of those are anything. They also announced a bunch of like weird new shows. Like, Viola Davis is getting a Waller <laughs> series. Her character from The Suicide Squad is getting her own show where she'll like yell at pete davidson's character from the suicide squad and 
other sidecars starring like Jonathan Brandis or whatever that tall guy from Finland's name is. No doubt. Sweden. You know who I'm talking about. The guy who's like in all those movies and then he did that I'm movie. Sure. The the tall guy with the fucking god damn what is his name? It's going to kill me. God damn it. Um The Suicide Squad the original one, the David Ayer one, is probably the best superhero movie of all time. Uh, what? what do you think about that? <laughs> I think you're incorrect. No? In that wild, fucked up opinion. No good? The new one's okay, though. I like them all. They're all flicks. I can't wait for the next one. He's in. Um, this week's top story. The new poster for Fast X was released. Wow. This tagline? The end of the road begins is that sick are you floored by that the end of the road to like nine spin-offs like let's just be <laughs> yes. honest with what it's gonna be letty's gonna drive off into the sunset and then have a three picture deal they fully chopped the hobbs and shaw franchise right i hope so i bet they didn't but i hope they did i bet the rock's trying to pull some strings and get it made but that's just a bad movie no one's going to bat for Hobson Shaw. It was forgettable. I didn't like anything about it, except for the Idris Elba song from the soundtrack that he recorded himself. A word? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the end of the road begins. If it just said the end of the road, I would have had like goosebumps and be floored. But they had to do. They had to throw in the begins because this is going to be a two-part, tenth final film so what we get like two hours and then two hours three five three to five years later yes okay i think they think that that's a thing now like the mid-season finales and all that i hate it like just do a full season and then wait and then do another season don't like do a half a season and then wait six months and then do another half a season oh yeah like the double movie like the next mission impossible is a part one it's like dead reckoning part one because they film two at once it's like it cheapens it Give them like their own names. I don't know. It seems silly. But uh, 80 for Brady's out. We discussed that. It's just the biggest thing going on right now. Are we doing Oscar noms? You oh, have yeah. those, right? I'll do that, yeah. Hollywood's also, biggest night. We got a friend of the show, Dan, here. He's uh, hey, off mic, just chill, chilling in the cut. I kind of like having an audience. Mm. Yeah, perform for me. <laughs> it's nice, and you don't have to, I don't have to obsess over the third microphone's levels, and I can just kind of because our levels are pretty consistent with where I've got them at. But I have to get used to new people, so it's nice. But having an audience is kind of fun. I'm like, am I being funny? I'm like Baba Louie. Both, both my mouth tools and my phone speakers. <laughs> my wife Marilyn, my sons Jackson and Lucas. <laughs> Did you see Britney Spears deleted her Instagram and the police were called to her home? Oh yeah, we're doing Oscar noms. We'll go back. To that. <laughs> Britney Spears was also nominated for an Oscar for Biggest Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I'm really happy that I got the award for Biggest Pussy. Them playing the music, like playing her off the Like, why did we do any of this? What were we thinking, having a Biggest Pussy category <laughs> at the Oscars? Her labia majora is just falling out of her dress, oh. dangling all over the stairs. She has like a <laughs> okay, okay. Tim Robinson trip. <laughs> The uh, no good. <laughs> I don't know what that trip is, but I wish I did, and I'm in on it. With the dogs humping his head, oh, okay. he was now humping you, dude. All right, now I get it. I'm in. But uh, the nominees for best picture are 
All Quiet on the Western Front, which I haven't gotten around to watch. I shut it. It's on Netflix. It's a great movie. I just wasn't in the right headspace to like read subtitles and be sad. It looks great. I've heard a lot of good things about it, but haven't gotten there yet. Avatar, The Way of Water. That's stupid, but okay. What? Give it the technical. <laughs> give it the technical awards. Give it all the awards. It's a bad movie. With it's great a effects. great movie with great effects. Why didn't we I see agree. it in 3D? We should have. I fucked up. I, yeah, I can't believe we didn't see it in 3D. I just assumed 3D's the move. Yeah, it's 2023. Like I just figured, oh, they're all gonna just all the new theaters are just gonna put it in 3D. But especially nope. that's like the 3D movie. Well, isn't that a different uh, projector? That theater probably just doesn't even have a 3D. Pro- anyway, go ahead. Um. The Banshees of Inishirin. I think this should win. I agree. This is probably like the... And it's nominated for like everything. I didn't even really enjoy that movie. I only watched probably a half hour of it. I should probably go back. <laughs> You're like, I agree. But no, I, I just, I get it. It's not, it's not for me, but I understand why. And I think a movie like that winning would be really cool. Mm. I would like for Colin Farrell to win too. I love it. I think it's a real piece yeah. of work. I think about it. A lot, just like in my day-to-day life. It's a movie that uh, has wisdom to mm. be gleaned from it. I think, I think Domhnall Gleeson, if anything, should have won for Mr. Mercedes. Oh, the if, Peacock show that nobody yeah. on earth besides you watched. Oh, I watched every episode. <laughs> That's so fucked up. But that would be cool if that won. People are saying that like might be the Dark Horse winner. What do you think about... I said Domhnall. It was Brendan. But anyway. Elvis, nominated for Best Picture. That would be my dog in the fight. Wow. I like, uh, I liked that a lot. I like Austin mm. Butler. Mm. Uh, but, I don't know. It it won't win. I can't believe Tom Hanks was snubbed of a Best Supporting Actor nod. Let me explain my logic here. I would be. Mm. I think Banshees of Inisherin deserves to win the most, but I'd be the happiest if Elvis won. That's my thoughts. Okay, I'd I'd be psyched if Elvis won. This is the one that everyone thinks is like a sure, is like a lock. Mm-hmm. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Which everyone, there's a lot of backlash coming of this movie now. I said this before. I hated this movie the second I saw it when everyone was praising it. <laughs> Go back to that episode. I'm gonna find what it is and do a thing about it. You did. I don't and, have to look it up. It's there. I was on the ground floor of disliking this movie because it's bad. I'm glad people are finally coming around. And it's probably going to win Best Picture, and that's weird. You think? Silly. I was thinking that. I I was thinking that too. Actually, it got what eleven awards in total? Yes, yeah. it got nominated for everything. It's just like a dumb, like shitty. What about like, Stop Asian Hate? Does that not come to your mind when you want to vote I, for it? I, that stuff doesn't even enter my mind. I'm just talking about the movies, mm. and this is a bad one. This is like. I don't know. I don't know how it captured everyone's imagination. Also, the Oscars are like a complete goof and a joke. Kind of, yeah. As the years go on, it's like they're like the Golden Globes with what gets nominated and what wins. Also, just to finish it off, the Fablemans, I could see them giving it to that. That was a good movie. Best picture? I mean, it's like a movie about the movies. They love to give that best picture. They gave it to Argo, for crying out loud. That was a bad movie. It's not great. I never understood that. Sorry, I watched ben. I watched Argo on a on a bootleg a from word. the Pirate Bay. And Sam, had, bleep this out. I want to say that it had Japanese listens. subtitles, and it was like very bad, streamed from my laptop to my Apple TV, and I didn't get it. 
Mm. I was like, I don't like they like me. Is this like Wag the Dog too? <laughs> it just I didn't. I don't know. I love Ben. I'm sorry, Ben. Everything else you've ever done is great, especially Live by Night. Wow. Um, yeah, agreed. <laughs> I'm just going to agree with that blindly. And Tar, which we'll be covering later in our reviews section, got a Best Picture nomination. I loved Tar. I did too. I don't see it winning loved Best it. Picture, but it'd no. be cool if it did win. It's too gritty. She'll win Best Actress, and yeah. then the movie might get snubbed for everything else if it got any other noms. That sounds about right. This was the big surprise nomination <clears throat> that floored everybody. Top Gun Maverick getting a nomination for Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Dan, what do you think of this? Hell yeah! <laughs> Is this your pick in did the bullet fight? Bullet Train make it? <laughs> it Bu- did. Bullet, tra- <laughs> bullet Train got snubbed in all categories somehow. <laughs> this must be some sort of a mistake. Where are they? <laughs> Where is Bullet Train? <laughs> this must be <clears throat> nothing for Brad Pitt. <clears throat> But I mean, if Top Gun Maverick won Best Picture, I think it would be deserved, and I'd applaud the Academy for that. Do you think Cruz will be at the Oscars? Yes. Ready to go? He's probably sitting there waiting. Or he's going to show up in like a parachute or jump out of a something. It's going to be all dope. Um, he didn't get a Best Actor nomination, which was weird. But just to finish real quick, Triangle of Sadness, Best Picture nomination. I haven't seen this. You have? Loved it, yeah. I gotta see this You'd picture. like it a lot. You'd probably like it better than I did. I know. That's another one. It's like three hours. I'm just never I'm al- in the I'm almost rooting for, for that more than uh, Elvis. Ooh. And I liked Elvis a whole bunch. Elvis also three hours. Long movies this year. Tar, Elvis, I Fableman's, saw- Triangle Sen. These are all like yeah. legit three-hour movies. I-, I watched all of them because I'm such a good boy. No doubt. And the last one, Women Talking, which I haven't seen but it sounds very exciting. I'd rather not see it. You know what I mean? Hey, ooh. <laughs> Women be talking. Am I right? I uh. think of a man, and I take away reason and accountability. <laughs> and speaking of men, the best actor nominees, Austin Butler, oh, your boy, oh, oh, oh. seems like a lock. He's uh, still speaking in the Elvis voice three years after rapping filming, and I think they're going to award him for that. <laughs> For his commitment to the role, for just like never breaking character ever, he's just gonna be Elvis for the rest of his life. <laughs> How you doing there, hoops? Everyone online was joking like he's in the next Dune movie. He's gonna be in Dune, just like How you doing, Paul Atreides? Like the spice? Like, give me that spice. Give me a laser sword and whatever the fuck we're doing in Dune. And I hope that's true, because that would be fun. Whoa, Dan is doing Elvis dance moves all around the basement. That's actually pretty sweet, dude. Where'd you learn how to do that? Wow. Kid, sick moves. <laughs> Wahoo. And we got Colin Farrell nominated for the Banshees of Inishirin. Mm. I would like him to win. That'd be a cool win. Be a cool win. He's a good uh, award speech giver. Yeah. He'd get up there and like be all Irish about it and be like, Oh, can't believe I fucking had a... I'm having a goo. <laughs> what is it? I think I saw I him winning a Golden Globe, and he's up there in some black suit, just looking fucking awesome. Mm. And they started playing him off. He's like, "You better not play me off with that fucking music," yeah. or something like. Just I'm exaggerating, but whatever he said was great. He's awesome. I'd like to see him win based on his speech alone. Yeah, and he had a he had a big year. He was in this, the Batman, and after Yang, 
three like really solid movies. It's After good Yang, novel. I remember loving, and then I looked at my Letterbox review and I hated it. That's classic Yang. And right I was there. like, I don't even know what's real anymore. <laughs> I'm just in a strange guy. You staring at Letterbox like, is this the real Yang or am I the simulation? I've said it twice. It's real. <laughs> And you got Brendan Fraser nominated for his performance as Fat Bastard in The Whale. His CGI fat suit performance, his big comeback. Do you think he's going to win? Um, I, could, I could see why, but no. I, yeah, I feel, like, I feel like everyone just decided, like, oh, he's... Like, we're going to nominate him for everything just because... This movie's really sad and weird, and A24 made it. I don't know. I hated The Whale. I hate it more and more the more I think about it. The more time goes by. I was going to say that. I think it's maybe the biggest piece of shit made in the past several years. And I can't believe it's getting nominated for stuff. It's like insulting the fat people. <laughs> I think bad. that I understand why it got a bunch of nominations. But I don't... I don't know. I don't... I didn't like it. Yeah, I don't, it'll be on uh, iTunes soon. Check out the whale, folks, if you like turkeys. I think I downgraded it wrong. to a two and a half. I might be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know. You're I, never wrong, bro. Wow. Okay, let's go with that. I like that. And Paul Mescal nominated for Best Actor for After Sun, a movie I haven't seen or heard anything about. I shot that too, I think. You shot this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no good. I mean, Paul Mescal, you're out. Sorry, kid. And Is that a movie about like some guy who like shows his kid how to shave or something, and then they all get <laughs> naked and probably all right, cool. But and it's in Chinese best actress Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. She'll probably win. You got Michelle Williams for The Fablemans. She's not great in that movie. No, but she's that's uh, what you said. I didn't watch that one. I should. I kind of want to. I, I th- normally think she's great. In like Manchester by the Sea and uh, Dawson's Creek. Blue Valentine. But uh, Andrea Riceboro for Two Leslie. I haven't heard of this movie. That's the movie that's getting a lot of controversy because the movie made like $27,000 in the box office and no one, but like all like big name celebrities are all vouching for her. Yeah, they were, I saw some article yeah. about they were looking into like the legitimacy of her Oscar campaign. I was like, I don't even know what, what this is. What does that is. even mean? Yeah. Just let her fucking win. Who cares? Yeah. It's She's like, not going to win. Kate Planchette's going to win, and then everyone's going to go, oh, okay. Yeah. And that's the last nominee. Oh, and Anna Darmus for Blonde, which that's I couldn't absurd. finish. Yeah, that movie was not great. Didn't everyone universally hate that? It's pretty derided. It's not, uh, it was not loved. I can't believe it got a nomination for anything. Mm. Should we do Best Director, or is that enough Oscar stuff? Yeah, Best Director, and then we'll wrap it up. All right, Martin McDonough, Banshees of Inishirin. Okay. That, I could see The Daniels, for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Their other movie, uh, Swiss Army Man. I, I shot that. I didn't care for that movie. That's Daniel the one. Radcliffe. It seems like it'll be fun. Like yeah. Daniel Radcliffe's a corpse, and Paul Daniels like using him to get through the wilderness. Right. And like he's like a farting corpse, but it, it's bad and boring. Yeah, I remember that not being very fun. Their humor is not good. That was a big part of why I didn't like everything, everywhere, all at once. You didn't like the hot dog fingers and Jamie Lee Curtis being rude? No, I thought it was some of the most uninspired stuff I've seen in years. 
And also Spielberg for The Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, and Ruben Ostland for Triangle of Sadness. They'll probably throw this to Spielberg or the Daniels if that wins Best Picture. Ugh. Yeah. I hate that two-hander. Fucked up. Um, okay. Do you see um, the 2023 Razzies have also been announced? <laughs> yeah. Now that we're done with the Oscars, yeah. which don't matter, let's talk about the, the Razzies. The Razzies are way more important. Blonde is leading with eight nominations, Ooh. including Worst Picture, and <laughs> Tom Hanks is a double nominee for Pinocchio and Elvis. He kind of deserves that, even though I think he's kind of dope in Elvis. What did you like about him, may I ask? Uh, the fat suit he was in, the silly <laughs> voice he was doing, and... Yeah. Yeah, and the fact that he's what? Uh, I'll give it to you. You're a big Hanks head. Hanks is good, but I mean, that Pinocchio, he has no excuse. That was a fucking pile of shit. I didn't even attempt that one. Looked like a bag of dicks. I watched every second of it because I don't respect my own time, as fans know. Guess this is a a fun fact, actually. The University of Montana just did a study to see how much the Yellowstone series is generating in revenue for the city of Montana. Too much. Or whatever, the state of Montana. Mm. Guess what the number is. Two zillion. $750 million gets spent. And I think it's like a combination of tourism and like people moving there and also the show. Think about the pull that (laughs) this show has. Like, oh, yeah, three quarters of a billion dollars get spent here just because of some dumb show that I used to love that fell off of a fucking cliff. Yeah, it really, I hear that from a lot of people. That it's it's just not... The pits this season. I don't even need to talk about it. I just thought that was a large amount of money. Well, good thing they're going to keep going with that. And there's also like nine new spinoffs and prequels. Oh, yeah. So the world will just get fleshed out and everyone will get sick of it. Taylor Sheridan's just going to keep jumping time periods with the other prequels, mm. going from 1883 to 1923, and they're both boring as fuck, and people keep asking me if I've watched them. I put way too much energy out there rooting for Yellowstone in the beginning and saying how great it was like a year or two ago whenever I started it, mm. and now everyone just expects me to be a Yellowstone guy, and I've totally <laughs> checked out on it, and I'm like, oh boy. But everyone kind of checked out this season, so it's sort of working out. Yeah. It is fucked up. I mean, this I thought was very exciting. Uh, The Paramount Plus sequel series, Frasier, which uh, they're about to start production, is going to be set in Boston. That's fun. Even though they're not filming here, they're filming in Los Angeles. It's going to be a bean set uh, comedy reboot. Wow. Do you think he's going to, like, fucking go to a Red Sox game, kid? Like, oh, Niles, like, there's clearly urine on these seats, mate. <laughs> I can't do a Frasier at all. This Fenway Frank is disgusting. Also, they're not getting Niles back for this, which seems criminal. What it, is David Hyde Pierce doing? It's like hanging out. Yeah, he's got a lot going on being married to... Who's he married to? It's someone funny. I don't know. I think he's a gay man, David Hyde Pierce. I think he's just gay in the show. Is he? I don't, he's I not even no, gay in the show. Think, it's just like a implied. Yeah, he's, he's straight on the show. I think he's gay in real life. Ah, I think okay. it's normally the other, but yeah. I'm thinking think of um, Eric Stone Street. <laughs> the, but I don't know. This Frasier, I'll watch it if it's set in Boston. Him like going into the TAM and getting yelled at by that guy from that fucking video. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
um, the like F slur stuff. F A G. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, where Sam, that kid's just like magic. you faggots and mm. like just yeah. that's like the reason why we all look terrible as a city because yeah. like videos like that go viral. I'm imagining Fraser walking past that guy and having a fun interaction. That guy like, come on in, dude. <laughs> oh my word. Why don't you have come in and have a glass of sherry with me? Frasier. Like Philistine. I'm really chipping right now. You got any fentanyl? <laughs> my car smells like incense, BO, cigarettes. <laughs> I'm and chipping. bad breath. I'm wicked fucked up, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Do you <laughs> Can I have a cigarette? <laughs> you can. Once, Underneath once my fingernails are so dirty. <laughs> why? Why is that? What have you been? Have you been like digging? I've been fucking scrounging around for oxy's in my carpet. <laughs> and my got, carpet's full of fucking weed dust. I can't believe you got so dirty Fuck scrounging you, around. Fraser, you're a fucking homo. <laughs> oh my word! Where's David Hyde Pierce? <laughs> I bet he's got pills. <laughs> Yeah, this isn't Ang doing a character. This is Dan on mic, folks. <laughs> Just for the fans. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Frasier's gonna... Fly his posters. Everybody's looking for Amanda. We're on the set of the town, too. Um, did you see that Zach Kreger's coming back with a follow-up to Barbarian with a new movie called Weapons? Weapons. Dumb That's... title. I think that's a cool title. Hmm. I was Depending on what the poster looks like is I'm going to reserve my opinion. It could be a great poster. Weapon. In which case, I'm back in. I mean, that... If you haven't seen Barbarian, folks, it's on HBO Max. Very cool, uh, surprising, fucked up horror hmm. thriller. I forgot it was on Thank HBO. You. I'm saving the rewatch, though. I don't want to jump right in. Yeah. Can't get in back in there too quick. No. That, no. uh, I love that. I think his next one should be good. This is the guy, he used to be a sketch guy. Mm. Whitest kids you know. He's doing the Jordan Peele thing, going from comedy to horror. It's a cool move. Who's going to be next for that? Kevin James, directing a horror movie? <laughs> I hope so. It'll be fucking oh. dope. Is that Kevin James? Fort Wayne, Indiana. This is going to be a good one. Fuck. Hello? <laughs> Hi, this is Alex of Sweetwater Support. Is this Ryan? Hold. This is Ryan. Hi. What's up? Hi there. I am Alex from Sweetwater Support. I was like, is that the voice Ank was doing (laughs) answering the phone? Oh, excellent. I'm actually on the air on my show right now, but I can give you a call back. I apologize. I am so sorry about that. Thank you for getting back to me. I appreciate that. Get him on mic. 8.30 8.30 Eastern, okay. and then Friday, 9 to 8 Eastern, Saturday, 9 to 5. I didn't even um, uh, uh, give my phone number, so that's amazing that you guys knew where I was. Oh, yes, we were able to uh, get the records connected for you. Oh, that's phenomenal. Well, thank you very much. You're now live on the air. Everybody knows how oh. wonderful you all are. <laughs> well, thank you. All right, thank you so much. You're Have a blessed Thanks. night. Hey, have you seen Avatar The Way of Water? <laughs> oh, no, you hung I wanted up. To fuck. Fuck with, I wanted to fuck with her a little bit more. I, they her? Must have that was a her? That was a man. Yeah. That was a man? <laughs> no, that was a, that was a woman. That was, that a was lovely, very much a man. I thought I was making, making time with her. 
<laughs> I, s- <laughs> I said on mic, I was like, did Ang's voice that you were doing, answering the phone, become a real person? Become a real boy in a second and like answer the phone? I thought that was a chick. Pinocchio? That was a man. I could definitely beat that guy up. That's a man. That's not your sun. mother. It's a man, baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's in. Oh, that was good. That was good. No, that was a dude. Yeah. Think he gives good head? Mm. I hope he listens back to this. Honestly, I called. Yeah. I called them yesterday. <laughs> have a good one, man. Fellas. Hey, have a kid. Hey, knock him dead tonight, Fuckin huh? Kid. Later, kid. I to give the uh, listeners context. I got us a new roadcaster. Um, well, I, sp- I should say it was a lovely gift from my mother for Christmas. My mom and my sister, I guess. Oh, word. The Rodecaster Pro Two. It's a new audio interface, and it's a beautiful machine, but it's super fucking complicated. So mm. I called Sweetwater and asked for help. And whoever I got customer service wise was super fucking annoying and like gave me nothing. Mm. And I made a stink on the internet and tagged them, and they must have somehow like put together what was going on because mm. I bitched the guy out and I read him their company mission statement while on the phone. Like, come on, man! You, like your entire company is based on sell expensive shit, but we'll help you figure it out. Anyway, I'm, that's enough of giving Sweetwater fucking airtime. Sweetwater. But they called me back, so all right. Oh, did you see Jay Leno had a motorcycle accident? Yeah. He really, he's having a tough go of it. Right? He had like a horrible burn a couple weeks ago. <laughs> you want to see how we get these cars, guys? Yeah. The Final Destination 6 is starring me. I'm just like me like having near-death accidents over and over. Hey, Jay, you're 70 years old. Like maybe pump the brakes on riding around on a motorcycle mm-hmm. like a few weeks after healing from like eighth degree burns. Uh, I'm having so many accidents. I'm gonna have to get into my Tonight Show money. I'm gonna have to stop just relying on my stand-up money. You bringing that up every time we make fun of him is so good. Yeah. It's me. Also, just uh, Taylor Sheridan-wise, the guy who created Yellowstone, while he's taking over the entire mm. world with that franchise, he also has another new show coming to Paramount Plus, starring uh, Morgan Freeman, Nicole Kidman. Uh, what? Zoe Saldana about CIA operatives. Oh. Called Lioness. Oh, wow. This guy's like the new Ryan Murphy, what? Tyler Perry, whatever you say. I created all these great shows. He's just got like a universe of just dough mm. and all these shows. I mean, it's it's getting outrageous. Paramount Plus is literally nothing but a sea of original series, all created by one guy. Um, and it's dope. Paramount Plus, I think they just give him carte blanche to do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. Yeah, based no, on they've, the they've clearly like gone all like in. They don't give a fuck anything. Yeah, they're like, I mean, this sounds, well, I don't know how it sounds. Tulsa King is an objectively very stupid fucking show, hey, wait, but I love, wait, I love every minute of it. What it's do you awesome. think stupid about me, a 70-year-old man, playing like a heavy, beating people up every episode? Wow, Sly, I really appreciate yeah, you. yeah. What? Reach, uh, coming on the show. You see that trailer for Creed 3? I heard you weren't going to watch any of those movies in the theater, though. Is that true? Yeah, I'm not in it. It looks like shit. You're out? Yeah. What about The Expendables 4? Yeah, that's going to be real good. Do you think it's going to be good? Yeah. Even yeah. starring alongside 50 Cent? 
<laughs> Do them both at the same time. <laughs> I'm, I'm short-circuiting. I'm... No, but uh, I think Stallone directed Expendables 4. I'm going to double-check that right now just to make sure so, it's the, the passion project. I hope it is. Bones. He didn't, but he did. He's definitely a producer. Yeah, and he co-wrote it. Right. But yeah, that it's weird that he's not going to be Rocky anymore. And they also said, uh, Michael B. Jordan said they're going to make Creed 4. So they're just going to keep going. It's like, why don't you stop at a trilogy? Like, I think three is enough creeds. I don't think you need to keep going. Do you need Creed 4? Um, What's Creed 4 going to be about? Um, Creed 2 was really fucking bad. And Creed 3 looks good. I'm hoping that it will be better than the second one. But no, I don't think a fourth one's necessary. No. <clears throat> um, Emily Rajakowski is dating Eric Andre. You see this? You hear about this? Good for him. That's a poll. That is a poll. Good for him. She's uh, on the rebound from Pete Davidson. Oh, hey, what's up, man? I don't. That, um, yeah, Eric Andre's very funny. You gotta do better than that. <laughs> the, what is he? I feel like I saw him in a trailer for something that looked good. No, I can't think of it. Um, He's done a decent amount of stuff. He did the movie, his own movie. Yes. And then I think he was on like Nine Perfect Strangers or one of those fucking shows. I don't even remember. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Milf Manor. I should have brought this up when Dan was here because we watched mm. uh, the first three episodes. How did you find this show? Uh, I heard about it because it, of its very absurd title. I was like, oh, this sounds like a joke from that episode of 30 Rock. <laughs> and now it, that's exactly what it is. And now it's just real. Safe? Exists. I think it's Milf Island on 30 Rock. And now it's Milf Manor. They they actually owe 30 Rock some money for even making this show. <laughs> it's literally just the joke. But it's just like a bunch of hot older women with kids living together. Yes. The twist is all the younger people, like all the young guys that the MILFs are jockeying for are each other's sons. Insert record scratch here. So like, that's the weird part. It's like (laughs) awkward. That sounds awesome. Actually. (laughs) I forgot you actually have a record. I'm going to text. I'm going to text Lucy and tell her we're watching MILF Manor. I'm I've been, telling you well you never told me what it was about well actually that's probably true and fair but i mean milf manor should have been sold by the title alone but yeah that's the hook it's like a goofy absurd i can't believe they made this filmed it edited it and now i'm watching it type show and it's on discovery plus Plus. yeah i'm a subscriber Okay, good. I was gonna say I'm sick in the head, and I did a free trial. Oh, we are we are paying customers. <laughs> you're oh, so you're past the free trial period, and you're just a we living, have- <laughs> breathing Discovery Plus user. That's you're signing on the dotted line with that. Do you want my access? I do actually. Then I can just segue over for oh, my yeah. trial. No, we signed up. We're and we watch it all the time, That's... like regular occurrence. We didn't even do the free trial. We just went straight to paying for it. Well, yeah, that uh, Dan's a big naked and afraid guy. Like the, didn't that love whole, that one, but that I get the appeal. S- series, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. The bulk of their content on Discovery Plus. Bulk of the series. I was leafing through their whole lineup. It's a lot of naked afraids. Have you watched I Am Shauna Ray yet? 
No, what's that one? It's a movie, or a, sorry, a reality show with two seasons about a little person who's like four or three, and she's living, well, she's just like her growth got stunted by like this childhood cancer. So mm -hmm. she got like basically like a midget's body, but she's totally normal function. And she's like 26 and she looks like she's nine years old. Word. And this regular sized guy is dating her. It's super weird. Mm, that doesn't sound great. No, it's not. <laughs> Monty's into it. Monty actually said that he was considering writing her a couple of love letters. Wow. As long as his wife never found out. Monty, I can't believe that you did this and that it's true. It's because he's wow. secretly a pedophile and he found the ultimate loophole. Monty, I can't believe that that's also true. It's better it's than his inflatable young girl doll that wow. he has several of hidden in his office. No doubt. But yeah, Milk Manor, it's heating up. I'm on episode three. I'm sold, yeah, 100%. I think there's a fourth Coming one. Coming in hot. Yeah, like we need to, we're going to start a Milf Manor corner. And like, because like The Bachelor, you know, it gets old after a couple episodes and there's too many. This show, like, you they bite got, your tongue, but I get it. They have like the right kind of goofballs. Like all the guys are just like the biggest dipshits you've ever seen on any show. And you're questioning, like, I don't even think these are these women's sons, but you think it's all fake. I mean, with reality shows, I question anything and everything. What happens at the end? Like they all mix it up and then just fuck their mothers. I mean, we're going to find out. We're only on episode three. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> I think they're building to something like that, though. It's on Discovery Plus, so... They, they're not restricted. No, they, they can, can do whatever they want. No holds barred. Yes. You've been spooching with everybody. But yeah, like, this is the new show. This is the best show. Go. I'm in, yeah. Fully sold. Fans, get on board. Should have won an Oscar. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, did you see the, the TikTok crew, the Hype House? They mm -hmm. rented out. They're, well, they're, they're moving out of their rental house early, and they're renting the house out for 50. The house is up for rent for $50,000 a month. And the landlord is suing them because they left the house in complete disarray with like a quarter of a million dollars or more in damage. A word? Well, are you familiar with the Hype House crew? I'm not. I'm familiar with like... Addison Ray. The idea. Yes, she was in uh, He's All That. Oof. Was she the main star? She was. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, she was very pretty. I don't remember her having a lot of chops, especially enough to hold a feature film, even a fake feature film, which is what Netflix makes. Yeah, He's All That didn't exist. No. She's All That was like a formidable time in our lives that was very special to me. As mm. you know, I'm a big Rachel Lee Cook guy. Yeah. So that's actually offensive to me as a Rachel Lee Cook head. I saw her post on Instagram earlier. She still looks great. I'm sure. She's All That. All right. Quite frankly. Want to watch that tonight instead of anything normal? I do. All right. Yeah. Done. That I would actually be really funny. Episode 199, She's All That. <laughs> um, I think that's all the news I have. I'm sure you have more. That's been so long. I guess yeah. Pamela Anderson is now saying that uh, Tim Allen flashed her. I was literally... I just like scrolled over that. I was like, is this worth bringing? I don't know if I... But yeah, this did happen. I definitely allegedly. believe her. Like 100%. It seems like the kind of thing that Tim Allen might do, allegedly. Yeah. She actually saw, he when he flashed her, there was just a bunch of cocaine inside of his robe. <laughs> oh. and, and then since she looked at it, and then he actually reported her to the police. What do you think about coke dick? Him all coked out, like, I got a great idea for a storyline where Mark, my middle son, is a goth, and... <laughs> 
we do it for three episodes and it's like a big thing and like yours was better and it's just like totally i feel like i should play the ztb drop while we're here (laughs) friend i can't even find oh here he is zachary ty brian what's up this is zachary ty brian from home improvement and you're listening to enough the podcast yes like read it read it once before you do the cameo ztb Hmm. that couldn't have been lazier He's got a lot of stuff to do. I'm like fa- Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift, the beginning of the end too. Yeah, him, him like I'm gonna race you in my dad's Dodge Viper and wreck it in the first scene. Him like calling Vin Diesel like I'm family. I was in one. You need to bring me back. The fans will love it. Uh, we don't, would. I don't think so. <clears throat> ZTB. Didn't he get in trouble for beating up his girlfriend like a week after we paid for that drop? Probably. Yeah, like something that might like he happen. threw her up against a wall or something. <laughs> it's wow. like, oops, inappropriate. Uh, we up. technically paid for Zachary Ty Bryan's legal fees to get out of choking his ex-wife. Wow. So we're we're in good company. That is fucked up. No good. <laughs> nah, nah. Um, what else? We did the Oscar stuff. Uh huh. Netflix is supposedly like rolling out their people can't share account stuff soon that's big big news for you big mistake actually netflix is one of the few that i pay for wow so that i'm safe in this instance but i don't like the precedence i was gonna say netflix typically sets all streaming precedents so they were the first ones to do everything so people just kind of do what and they're still probably making more money yeah they're gonna be coming for my uh for that hulu for the team Although I don't think Netflix is profitable. I don't know enough about anything to really make that comment, but like, why would they be making a move like that if they were killing it? Yeah. They used to make like cheeky ads about people like, oh, love is sharing a Netflix password. That was a direct quote from their Twitter account. So now they've just, they're, they're definitely not doing well. Yeah, they put too much into their bad movies. They're flailing. They increase their prices all the time. They, yeah, every time you hear a story that it's like, oh, that doesn't sound like they're doing great. Mm-mm. Even though it seems like everyone on earth has a subscription. I don't know. And also the the CEO, Ted Sarando, says they've never canceled a successful show. A lot of these shows were well-intended, but talked to a very small audience on a very big budget. He, I mean, that's a metric they can measure, so I guess that's true. <laughs> but yeah. no, I don't believe you, Ted. They yeah. cancel all sorts of shit. I can't think of a great example. But Neither yeah, can I. They've definitely, they're all over the place. They don't know what they're doing. I don't believe any big TV executive is telling the truth about anything ever at any given time. Yeah. Not even a, it's not even an option. That doesn't sound like something a TV executive no. would be capable of, yeah. Mm-mm. But just a couple more items here. Do we want to talk about the M&M spokes candies being replaced by Maya Rudolph for um, some reason? Didn't like Tucker Carlson go on the air on Fox News and bitch and moan about how the M&Ms are too woke and then Mars just doubled down and we're like, okay, we'll just get rid of the character entirely? Maybe that's what happened. That would be unfortunate if M&Ms could be swayed by such a character. This is just like very silly. I love like seeing stories about it. People using the phrase spokes candies. (laughs) Yeah. It's like taking it so seriously. It's like, yeah, we're we're gonna have to say goodbye to to the Eminem candy characters because of <laughs> something. Because like the girl candies were weird or too sexual. It's all just very silly. Mm. And the things that people talk about are getting increasingly insane. 
I the thing about M and M's, and I said this, I don't remember who too, but I don't think M M&M and M as like they're the best to me. The best candy on the planet is M and M's. A word? Oh yeah, huge M and M's guy. All for it, all varieties. They're they good. don't need to advertise. M and M's are like milk. Like there's no need for there to be a campaign for you. Yeah, that is a good point. Yeah, it's like it's something like Coke, where when you mm. see an ad, it's like, why did he even bother doing this? Like we all know about Coke. I think if someone wants one, they'll be like, what am I going to have? Oh, yeah. Seems like a complete waste. But I, I suppose like there are there is a lot of competition and there's a lot of people, blah, blah, blah. But whatever. Yeah, I'm sure they've like figured this all out. But it doesn't make sense. The candy lamp. And I just want to mention quickly, did you watch any of uh, the Hulu original film One Way starring Kevin Bacon and... <laughs> Uh, Machine Gun Kelly, who's, I might add, now going by his real name, Colson White, or whatever the fuck it Baker, is. Baker, maybe? Yeah, Colson Baker. Baker. That, no, I did not. Did you? I watched a few minutes of it. Just you loved the, it. The fact that he's already trying to be like, yeah, I'm ditching the Machine Gun Kelly stuff. <laughs> like, I'm I'm more than that. It's just very amusing to me. Well, he's already switched genres of music just because Eminem ripped him in half. Yeah. So he just said, oh, okay, I'm not even, I'm going to do like a pop punk album. And then uh, he's such a fucking cunt. But yeah, this movie, the opening scene of this movie is the woman who played Adriana on The Sopranos. Oh my God, Christopher. And the guy who played Billy Walsh on Entourage. Rice Corio. Giving, like torturing somebody and calling someone on the phone, like begging for ransom. And I was like, this is maybe the funniest <laughs> opening to a movie I've ever seen. <laughs> And then, like, it falls off a cliff shortly after. But You don't say. There's nothing better than turning on a movie and just being like, oh, you're in this? Oh, he's in this too? And just being like... What uh, is her name in real life? Drea DeMatteo. Yes. Nailed it. Good pull. And you yeah, that pull. I wish I could tell you that uh, the rest of that movie was hilarious and worth watching, but it's not. I don't believe that you didn't love it. I mean, that's fair. That's your right. And that 90s show has been renewed for season two at Netflix. Speaking of what we were just talking about, it's like they don't know what they're doing. They're renewing that 90s show, even though it's fucking lifeless and barely worth watching, even though I did watch the bulk of the season. They're redoing it, actually, This the format that is. It's going to be sort of like Oz, only it's oh. just Danny Masterson's time behind bars that mm. should have happened. Yes. <laughs> because now he's free and available to do it, so they're doing the work, and it's just like, this. what if the trial had gone the other way? Yeah, well, that is actually an interesting angle. Mm. I might have to pop in. Going to have like flash, Dexter-style flashbacks of all the different assaults. No, yes. Bijou yep. Phillips is going to produce it with her weird, like, mamas and the papas money or whatever she's got lying around. Get away from young Dexter, Danny Masterson. <laughs> you fucked up, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, Danny Masterson is molesting young Ank and, <laughs> and young Dexter. And yeah. uh, I love it. And I one last it. thing before we break Bad Boys 4. Hell yeah. Has been greenlit with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence returning. And also the directors of the third movie are returning to direct this fourth entry as well. Adid El Arbi and Bilal Fala. I mean, Will Smith's big comeback. Mm. I Pres- think presumably. That, well, you are continuing to forget about Antoine Fuqua's emancipation. And I will never stop forgetting. 
Which it was but actually it, pretty good. Okay, fuck it. Maybe but I'll this will be the, his first like movie that we actually want to watch. And this is his first like post slap production. Mm. That was a movie that he made before he did that. And I don't know. I'm down for Bad Boys Four. I just think it's weird that they called the third one Bad Boys for Life. They should have saved that title because it would be much better for this fourth entry in the series. I think they'd like pulled that out in the promo or whatever, but like Martin Lawrence, remember the, did you see the promo of like Rion sent it to me of well, Martin Lawrence or I'm sorry, Will Smith showing up at Martin Lawrence's house. I saw the beginning then I yeah. shut it cause I was like at work or whatever. I kind of loved it just cause I'm a big bad boys guy and like take bad boys away. Will Smith's sort of useless. Ha ha. Wait, what? Let's be honest. No, I'm a big man in black guy and the first one, some other ones. I do. I am legend. Fine. It's whatever. Hitch. Fine. Hitch. More than Fresh fine. Prince. Fine. Also, isn't it weird that Bel Air is still on the air on Peacock? Yes, but I feel like people do watch that. I don't know. Monty watches it. That sick maniac. I do forget that. Monty, do you really watch Bel Air? We got to get you on here so you can explain yourself. Mm. I, I think that the first episode featured a lot of nachos, and that really hooked him in. In. I don't know. You want to take a break, go see Eddie for Brady in the theater? No, I don't. But I do want to go take a pish. Okay. We'll be right back. In. Oh. Um, or if you want to come back, that makes sense, too. If you want to It's do that. we're recording. Okay. <laughs> oh, Miss Kirby, it's me, Miss Piggy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Hi, Miss Piggy. How do you do, Kermit? Do you want to make out? I'm like, do I remember how to do any of these? <laughs> hey, Miss. Now I definitely can. Oh, Kermit. I don't know what to do. I, I have my period. <laughs> oh, Miss Piggy's down here and she's making a mess. My goodness. Oh, Kermy, why don't we go upstairs and clean up all the period blood? The blood is seeping through my dress, Kermy. I feel like you're doing both voices simultaneously very well. All right, I'm going to do my Jim Henson voice. Ready for this? Yes. <laughs> That's it, because he's dead. <laughs> oh. Oh. What did he die of cancer? <laughs> you having a laugh? <laughs> that was a goo one. I'm trying to think of other Muppets. Uh, that I what about animals? Yeah, what is he sound like? The levels are all fucked up with this. I'm not, I wish I was more familiar with the Muppets. They, uh. Like, waka, waka, waka! That's good. Fuzzy! <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna do a Jason Siegel as his live action character in the Muppets movie voice. Oh, that was good. That was. The audio's gonna sound like shit, but it was fun. <clears throat> that was fun. Yeah. Were you a big Muppets guy growing up? I was. was I, like I also really enjoyed the Muppet Babies, Ooh. actually. Baby. Muppet Baby. Yeah, that's the show I remember more than anything else. Clipping like a motherfucker on here. Sorry about this, Sam. I like Bar 1760. You're going to have a lot of fun. Years ago, we had the Muppets. Hmm. 
I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> it was uh, yeah, I can't remember. But uh, we... forty years before an Irishman couldn't. Okay. <laughs> no, continue, please. We had the presidency. Uh, I forget the rest. <laughs> you gotta take it. Yeah. Folks. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> that was a little messy, huh? <laughs> a nice, clean, hmm. normal rejoin. Nice, yeah, nice, normal, clean, tight, professional rejoin. Yeah. Maybe we'll do the beat cows next. Who knows? Cheap, tight, and dope. <laughs> uh, we both took a trip over to the features mm. to see the new release Infinity Pool this uh, week. What did you think of it? Actually, read a well, summary if you have. Do you I, have? I do. Um, James and M. Foster are enjoying an all-inclusive beach vacation in the fictional island of Latoka when a fatal accident exposes the resort's perverse subculture. That's perverse. Of hedonistic tourism, <clears throat> reckless violence, and surreal horrors. This is the second film from Brandon Cronenberg, mm. son of famed film director... Uh, David Cronenberg. I was like, what is his dad's name? Dana Cronenberg. Larry Dana David Cronenberg. And I will say, I enjoyed his, Brandon Cronenberg's first movie, Possessor, a lot more than I enjoyed Infinity Pool. Mm. I think this movie is... I don't know. Shallow a, and pedantic. Something of a, a sophomore slump sort of effort. This movie, I didn't like it. Yeah, like... His dad, he's got a lot of the same ideas as his right. dad's movies, and the visuals are good, but the writing leaves something to be desired. Like this movie, the first 20 minutes, I was like, I love this. This is great, interesting, fucked up, looks cool. And then it just kind of like keeps going, makes less and less sense. I was less it, yeah. interested. I. I it like amounted to nothing. I was more eating a lot goes, of popcorn in the first few opening scenes, and I'm, that sometimes takes me out of it. To be honest, I should stop fucking getting popcorn in movies. Kid loves that corn. Um, I wanted to like it because I like. I'm a little Alexander Scars guarded out though. You've had enough of him. I, I think so. I liked him in The Woodsman. The Northman. This, this he didn't the Woodsman really, oh, yeah. was a story of your childhood. Is <laughs> is that a uh, he in this movie, I was like, is he a bad actor? I thought he was horrible in this. I didn't love the concept. There's going to be spoilers here. It's unspoilable, really. But yeah. I didn't like the concept of them killing themselves and like coming back. Like, how many times are we going to revisit this? Yeah, there was it had some <clears throat> cool ideas that like went nowhere. Like something like that. Yeah, they introduced this world where like they make clones of people so they can then kill the clone, mm. but keep the person alive so they can just like a bunch of stuff where it's like well why would anyone do this if you could clone people why would you waste that <laughs> right. technology on doing something this dumb like it was uh, it was a frustrating movie because it had some cool stuff but then it didn't really do anything with them it was just just to me it felt like like it was a combination of like a Nicholas Winding Refn, like Radiohead music video mixed with like some de things derivative of his own father's stuff. Yeah. And 
Yeah, like he's all about body yeah. horror, which is like what all his dad's movies are about. Right. Where it's like, what if like this was happening to your body? You're like, oh, fuck, that would suck. I would hate that. that would I wrote down, psychedelic sex scene sucks. Hmm. Weird, on purpose, derivative bullshit. There was a lot of that. What do you think about Mia Goth, who's had a big year in uh, X and Pearl and now this movie? I thought she was far away the best part of this movie. Far and away the best part. Yeah, I agree. I thought she was a compelling screen presence, Mm. had good boobs. (laughs) Your review? (laughs) Yeah. What did I say? Cool boobs? I believe so, yeah. She's good. That scene where she's like losing her mind and yelling at him, going like, Jamesy. I thought that was like, a little scary. Yeah, that was good. Her was big like, mouth is really what made it too scary. Yeah, like she's very believable as someone who's mm. like off their rocker. Yeah. And uh, I wish there was more meat on the bone of this movie story-wise. Yes. Because... What about that hand job scene when she's beating him off through his pants? I mean, they do show a load in this movie. Oh, yeah. Which that bumps it up at least a half a letter grade. More movies should have loads. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I saw someone make a letterbox list. Uh, movies where the main guy comes and you see the cum. <laughs> and it was just this and the green knight. <laughs> what about happiness? Oh, yeah. I should tell them to add that to the list. That's, That's funny. Yeah. That is funny. People are sometimes very funny on there. There's nothing better than a unthinkably niche letterboxed list. It's m- one of my favorite things. But that is Infinity Pool, now in theaters. Are we recommending this? I'm saying wait for streaming on this one. Yeah, wait till it's streaming. That's what I said to somebody who said they're a big Mia Goth fan. And I was like, so do you know Brandon Cronenberg? And they were like, no. And I was like, uh, if you don't know the father, then like, who gives a shit? Yeah. If you're like a True Blood fan, an, uh, 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 guilty. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. This isn't the Alexander Skarsgård you want to see, though. No. This is also a song from the Metallica album "Load." Wah, yeah. Wah, For those yeah, that didn't yeah. catch that, Matt Dunning's at home. He caught it. Hmm. Big Metallica guy. They have a new album coming out. I think their new song is. Um... Yeah, it was fine. I was gonna like do a whole thing. It a Metallica whatever. thing. They've probably just been a band too long. I like Metallica a lot. No, they rock. I Their just... new albums aren't great, though. Yeah. I looked, speak while we're in the music corner, mm. I was looking at John Mayer tickets, and I went to buy the same ones that uh, we, were, we were in before mm-hmm. when we saw him last year, and it would have cost me almost $400 more for the same goddamn guy. That's a lot. In the same goddamn seats in the same goddamn venue. God damn it. And isn't and he I, solo this time? Solo acoustic, so it should won't be, even be as good. It should be half, yeah. Yeah. I was kind of bummed, but I'm like, I, I could have spent $1,000, and I was like, I'm not spending $1,000 on a guy I've seen less than a year ago. Yeah. I'm not doing it. That's fair. Maybe I'll get on StubHub day of when no one wants the tickets anymore and just swoop in, but whatever. Yeah, tickets to like everything are crazy expensive. I was going to go yeah. see Big J and Luis J. Gomez. How much? It was like 75 bucks as like the starting price. To For see like that. the bad seats. Yeah. I was just like, what? when did this happen? <laughs> I don't think I'd pay that to see them. Yeah. I was expecting like a cool 40. I love like, them both, but. Yeah. I think I spent, I want to say, because I'm in the front row with Joey 
and mm. me and Lucy got tickets like from a third party service for Neil Brennan at the Wilbur. Ooh. And that'll be great. But like we saw him at the comedy store for $30 on our wedding weekend or mm. week. And I'm like, I think I spent like a th- over 300 bucks on these tickets all in. Mm. It's two tickets. They're nice and close, but whatever. Like I'm just sick of everything being so fucking expensive. <laughs> yeah, it really takes the fun out of something when you're like, fuck, this is going to like just financially ruin me right, <laughs> going like, going out to do a thing once like blowing a thousand dollars on a concert that the night of i'll probably go you know i don't even feel like going anymore mm. and then i'm already a thousand dollars pot committed to it yeah it's like well i i need to at this point right <laughs> even if i flat out do not want to yeah so that's infinity pool do you have more or no that's, yeah. that seems that's, like that's enough. the gist yeah can we talk yeah. about you people or tar both what do you those. mean can we talk you, about you, you people? <laughs> you people and Tar together is good. Okay. Um, you people is the new Netflix vehicle from... Uh, Kenya Barris, Jonah Hill, um, Eddie Murphy, Mike Epps. It's a, it's a great cast. Jonah Hill had a co-writing credit on this yeah. movie. Or actually, the main writing credit. It's him and Kenya Barris, which I think he what co-wrote think? one of the 21 Jump Streets. He's not known to like write his... <laughs> own movies i thought that was notable for jonah in his new iteration where he looks like ed and uh (laughs) hello kenya i've written some punch-up points for the new script script shit made but i'll fix it this uh yeah, the summary for this, it follows a new couple and their families who find themselves examining modern love and family dynamics amidst clashing cultures, societal expectations, and generational differences. Let's take a stand. A lot of big words. Wow. And it makes the movie sound like it's not fun. I was going to say that's a not fun at all summary. It's not as much of the homework assignment as that makes it sound. Although there is a maybe a smidge too much like racial mm. awkwardness. This movie is based basically like a racially charged version of Meet the Fockers, is how I would describe yeah, it. Yeah, that's a pretty accurate description. Not Meet the Parents, Meet the Fockers, because <laughs> the, both sets of parents are one. involved. This is important distinction mm. to make. But like you were saying, the cast on this thing... Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Mike Epps guy, Jonah Hill, Eddie Murphy, Kenya Barrett. I got like all of them. You throw in Julia Louis-Dreyfus, David Duchovny as Jonah Hill's parents. David Duchovny made the, his scene in the beginning made me laugh probably the hardest in the whole movie when he's talking to the black girlfriend and he's like, do you remember? He's like, Exhibit had braids like that. Or, mm. And then he's like, do you remember Pimp My Ride? That was a blast. <laughs> it had like an audible, and I'm not even just saying this, pandering because our lovely producer Sam works for David. A word. And if right. David ever were to happen to hear me talking about how great he is, maybe he'd come on the podcast. Davey. But I'm going to say that I'm a huge DD guy and yeah, he was same. probably the funniest part of this movie. Yeah. He was really, he didn't even say a lot. He was just kind of mm. like a background guy. But every time he said something, it was a, it was a scene yeah, stealer. he's great. And Julia Louis-Dreyfus, <clears throat> they, uh, I'm trying to find I didn't love said. what they did with her character. <clears throat> they gave her too many of the like, right. oh, it's her saying like, it's lit. And that's like the whole bit. When they're standing at that hotel in Palm Springs on the bachelorette party and she comes walking over and she's like, hey girls, like, 
what's the 411 and like starts talking to them like the mother and mean girls i got like a spine tingling shiver mm. and like hated the fact that i exist <laughs> yeah, like, and i was I, like elaine stop like you're phenomenal don't sink to this like you have a billion dollars you yeah. don't need to be in this movie yes i watched <clears throat> i watched most of this with friend of the show rian mm. who was not enjoying it like Which flat made out you hate hating it. it. And then you watch the rest by yourself and you loved it. It didn't make me hate it, but it is funny when you're watching something was like if you're liking it and someone isn't, it is tough to like mm. combat when they're just like, oh, I hate this. And I'm just like, yeah, maybe you're right. Like, Are you just describing the last 25 years of your life seeing movies <laughs> with me? Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> it's, uh, it's always just funny. I'm always, it's tough to like defend something when. Even talking to him later when he was like, oh, yeah, this fucking stunk. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, I'm like, do I like stick to my guns or do I just fold immediately? Like, because I, I, like, I don't love have it. a dog in this fight. I didn't love it, but I did like it a lot. And like, it was a comedy that had laughs in it, which you can't say a lot of the time with movies these days. Mm. In the year of our Lord 2023, not a lot of comedies get made. It's fucked up. <clears throat> no. I feel like I sound all raspy and I don't know what happened. Clear your throat. <clears> throat> Hello, hello, hello. Nah, they don't make a lot of funny movies anymore because of the risk of cancellation. But I think you can still do, you know, a positively racially charged movie like this and get away with it without cancellation. Yeah. But I'm sure it made somebody on Twitter super angry because that's just how it goes. I like, and yeah, even though most of the movie <clears throat> was bits like that, it had a lot of good ones where someone to like Jonah Hill and his lady friend they said white cuz Jonah was like am i white cuz they're like you are for sure white cuz there's a scene at the bar with eddie murphy and mike epps and i think it's like after they like break up temporarily or whatever the couple mm. and mike epps is like you had him in your family and like you didn't do nothing he's like you could he's like i would have opened up a line of credit and like it just <laughs> yeah. made, made me laugh so fucking hard like him just like leaning into being like a stereotype he's good as like the leon from curb type yeah. character I think Leon kind of stole his whole... He kind of did. I was just thinking that as yeah. I was saying that. I was like, are we solving some I, sort of mystery? And I like J.B. Smoove, and I love mm. that character, but it's kind of Mike Epps's bit. Yeah, he kind of like usurped Mike Epps. A little bit, yeah. I'm kind of upset about it now that I'm thinking about it. And I'm more of a Mike Epps guy than a J.B. Smoove guy, yeah. I think. J.B.'s kind of got that one character. Like, put him in anything else. Mm. It's not it. And I will say, I thought... I don't know if I'd say they had like great chemistry, but mm -hmm. I was like enjoying the leads, Jonah Hill and the lead girls banter. Right. In this, they had it was a, fun. They had a cute little back and forth thing going. In the it went. I thought it was good as a movie because in the beginning it didn't seem like they were a good couple or believable, and then by the end I was like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. When they meet, you're like, oh, they would have no business talking to each other. Then he like forces it, and then like, yeah, I thought they did a decent job yeah. with that. Yeah, I once again, people saying they didn't like it on the internet and Rion hating it. I was it's popped my balloon a little bit. Mm. I came out of this movie like flying high. I was like, this was hilarious. Yeah. Everybody's gonna love it. I thought you might hate it. I wasn't sure. I it's not it. like exactly your type of comedy, but I had a feeling Rion would love it and he did not. And I was like, fuck. It had a bunch of jokes that I like this movie made me laugh out loud. Yes. Which is a rarity for a Netflix original especially but uh and it had a couple of jokes that made me kind of cringe but overall very enjoyable
I kind of want to get a tie-dye sweatsuit like Jonah Hill had in this movie. I feel like I could pull that off. Him like, you liking my fit? <laughs> that, uh... They had a lot of great sneakers in this movie, which I thought was a decent nod to, quote-unquote, the culture. Mm. The, they had that... the Sean Witherspoon Air Maxes. That's the matching pair they had. That's a very sought-after pair. And it's a little unrealistic that a guy who basically is unemployed would spend $1,400 on sneakers. It's a good catch. But hey. Yeah. That's the unrealistic toasting of this movie. Yes. You like you're not getting those. You order them off goat, they're eight hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. But anyway. And I did like how they were or Jonah Hill and uh his friend in the movie are podcasters. Mm. I like when a movie features people podcasting. Do you like to put yourself right in those shoes? Yeah. <laughs> it really ups the relatability. I have trouble us. I have trouble not being embarrassed to be a podcaster when I see other podcasters in the wild. That's also true. Yeah. I go, "Oh, I do that." Yeah. Do you ever like <laughs> Yeah, like I was thinking that watching yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like yeah, yeah, listening yeah. to them. It's like, "Oh fuck, this is like the cool version of a, this is like the best case scenario." <laughs> and like I'm cringing at this. This is fucked up. Right. People hear podcasts they go, "Oh." Mm. I've never had anyone have an overly positive reaction to the pod. Occasionally, people will eventually listen to it and then go, oh, all right, that actually is pretty good. But anyone who okay. initially hears he does a podcast or I do a podcast is probably not psyched about it. It's I like mean, you got to win them back with the content, like when you do like the rejoiner Muppets bit. Yeah. Then that's, the how, fans, that's how the fans come roaring in. Yeah. They're like, we love it. We're locked in. Ah! Oh. Oh, no. Waka waka! Oh, is that animal? Who is that? It's me, animal. I'm playing the drums. <laughs> wow, uh, yeah, play a little ditty. So, what do you guys think about uh, that movie Tar? Did you watch that one? I did, animal. I thought Tar was exceptional. I thought it was very well done. It's now on Peacock, which uh, which is a good spot. It's always funny when things go to Peacock, especially award-winning pictures like Tar. This is a movie. Let me get a little summary here, Animal, if you'll indulge me. It's a, a movie about a composer. It that is. It's canceled. Kate Blanchett plays Lydia Tar, widely considered one of the greatest living composer conductors of the very first female director of a major German orchestra. See, this summary makes it sound like it's based on a real person. Mm. Which, that's a lot of people's bit online. Like, because I guess people think that's like, have you not seen Kate Blanchett in a movie before? She's like, I don't know, a very noticeable I think that actor, in my opinion. Kate Blanchett is that same character in like that level of cuntiness. This is a movie about a woman who is basically at the top of her game in the like uppity, fancy classical music world and this is the dumbest explanation possible no you're making sense and she gets let's just say a severe fall from grace Mm. like it begins with her the cancellation i guess begins with her as a college professor or like sitting in on a class or whatever teaching some sort of a music composition class and there's a kid in it who's trans or something and she offends him and then there's a video of her being a bitch and it goes viral and then it just kind of takes off from there. And I won't, I don't, this is, this is a spoilable movie, but the thing that I, I actually really liked this, and I went into it mm. assuming I was going to be bored because it's almost three hours long. And it, they do a great job of, they spend the first half of the movie setting you up to hate Clan, 
Kate Blanchett. And then the second half, after she's get after she's getting canceled, in the middle of all of it, her humanity kind of comes through. Mm. She's humbled, and you start rooting for her. Mm. And that's when I really started to like this movie. Yeah, it like does a lot. Have, it does have an interesting like turn mm. where, yeah, you said it well. I won't. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this really worked for me. This was Todd right. Field's first movie in 16 years. Was Little Children actually his last movie? Yes, in 2006. That's awesome. I think it's very cool when someone only makes a movie like once every two decades. Yeah. I think because especially when it's good, it's like, fuck, this is worth the wait. Yeah, it and makes you wonder, did he like sit around writing this for the past 15 years and then spend a year making it and boom? Yeah, or it's was not, it's not impossible. Yeah, or was he just it farting around and then just made it like he would have made anything else and it just turned out great? Yeah, he got a job at uh, Staples and was just kind of <laughs> kicking it. Yeah, but this uh, this made me more. This like reignited my uh, classical music interest. This like had me download some stuff. I love the idea of listening to classical music, mm. and there's certain ones I like. I wish I liked more, but this movie, you know, shows you that world in an interesting light that uh i was digging Ooh, hello should we do the whole second half of the show to classical music every week is that funny yes <laughs> fans let us know if that you think that's a good idea i could do the muppets again and fully lose my voice for tomorrow <laughs> i don't have a good muppet anything i couldn't that's not an animal sounds at all i, I mean, was just me gurgling my throat <laughs> to the point where people are going to think i have covid at work it was making sense to me thank you for yes anding me all these years even when i didn't deserve it please the audio in this movie was fucking nuts i watched it with the dolby atmos cranked up in the living room and boy did it sound good yeah this movie i recommend this highly this is like a picture of substance one of the best movies of the year for sure and i feel like we're making it sound it's not like as much about a composer as we're making it sound it's more interesting and fucked up then that that's just like the world that the character's in mm. for some of it. I'm trying to dance around spoilies. It's not a super spoilable movie because the movie kind of lives and breathes on its own. There's not True. some big twist or mm. showy bullshit to trick you into thinking it's entertaining. It's it's just great. I She's going to win Best Actress, I think. Um, there's a part in it in particular that I thought was so fucking metaphorical and brilliant when they're, she's out to lunch with some colleague. I forget who exactly, but and she orders a cucumber salad. And the other person's having like a real meal with protein and you know things that are actually taste like something. Mm. And it's just a cucumber salad is an order that's so perfect for that character. Just like such just a metaphor for her as a person, that smug look on her face as she orders the salad, then looks across to like the person who ordered a regular person meal. Like, oh, you're going to have chicken fingers, you animal. Mm. I'm going to get this cucumber salad that's 33 calories and tastes like nothing. That was good. Just her fucking, that, and that was like right before she started to really fall from grace too, which I thought was cool to have that be like kind of a, almost like a bookend on the positive end of her life. Mm. And then this is a huge spoiler, 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 spoiler. Fast forward 15 seconds. I mean, sh- should we not? I, th- I think we should not. You're always Unless afraid like that the fans will shut the show. Yeah, I am. Scotty afraid. 
I have faith that they could skip a full five minutes and then come right back and finish. I was thinking, like, if I was listening to something and they were about to spoil something I might watch, I'd probably just turn it you off. You shut the whole show off? Yeah. You wouldn't even do what they said and go the Unless it was, like, my number time. one pod. I'd this is, I think, a lot of people's number one pod is where I'm going with this. Exactly. But, all right, I won't do it. The She's definitely going to win. I don't see who could beat her unless it's what's-her-face from uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah, they'll probably give it to her, even though I thought she was pretty average. Bummer. I um, Did Kate Blanchett, did she have an Oscar? Did she ever win? As far as I know, yeah. Maybe Let, I'll, I got it. That seems like something that's happened, but I can't think of what movie it was for. I wanted to say The Aviator. Do your worst, Mr. Hughes. Did she win in 2014? I hate the nominations. Like, show me what she's won. Kate Blanchett, Oscar winner? Don't show me the nominees. I don't care. Show me what she's won. Well, now it's just showing me the winners from last year. Oh, wait, I guess... Oh, she won for Blue Jasmine in 2014. I think she, she might... Win. I think she might have been better in Tar. Oh, wait, she won for The Aviator, too. You're right. She so did win she for won The Aviator. Best Supporting... And Best Actress. She's got two. She's got two. And a bunch of nominations. So Why not just again, throw her a third? She's entering Meryl Streep territory. <clears throat> multiple award winner. Mm. She is that good. Yeah, she's as good as Streep. And she's like a babe. Oddly attracted to Kate Blanchett. Or not oddly, she's like a beautiful, she's very famous pretty. actress. I don't know why that would be odd. I, I don't think I could be around her personality whether it be anything like her characters or not, I just have a vibe of that, that there's just, like, we would not click. I'd, I'd, make, I'd make one off-color remark, and she'd be like, oh, that is inappropriate. I'd love to be with a babe who was, like, method in characters, <laughs> like some insane lunatic for months at a time. I'd love that. You eat, would? Eat that up. I'd be like, look at the work. Look at the oh, work you're putting it. in. It would drive me fucking nuts. <laughs> hey, cut it out. Look at you go. Be yourself. <clears throat> I'm dating Hong Chow from The Whale. We're very happy together. <laughs> That's your pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what up, girl? I'm uh, I'm dating Anna de Armas. Scott is dating Hong Chow. Fuck. I didn't choose well. <laughs> We're just going through Oscar-nominated ladies, then boom. Easy one. I'll rebound with uh, Margot Robbie. Done. Um, For her Babylon nomination uh, that will never happen. Yeah. That, um... We have been watching, uh... Poker Face on Peacock, I want to mention. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, Natasha Leone. Hey, you're I hope you're really tuning in for my new show, all right? Yours is so good, I wanted to do one, too. Remember me from American Pie? Yours just kind of sounds like Bruce Willis. <laughs> hey, I got a lot more than two hey, mil for this, though. Hey, so Ryan Johnson gave me the script, and he was like, hey, you want two mil? And I was like, I, I think my Netflix show got canceled because it's fucking Do you guys think this sucked. is fucking funny? Oh, my God, Bruce Willis. Natasha, how you doing? Hey, I'm surprised I remember who you are. Hey, do you want to do this straight-to-video American Pie movie that I'm doing with Eugene Levy? <laughs> Only if we could bring in my boy Chad Michael Murray, then, <laughs> then I'd consider signing on two mil a day for both of us. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> I got a lot of dementia. Did you watch her Netflix show? Speaking of, the like Groundhog Day uh, show, I can't remember the name of. Russian Doll. Yes. Couldn't get into it. I couldn't either. I'm, uh, no, I didn't like it. But I like this. 
Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of fun yeah. cameos. Like Benjamin Brad is like a kind of a full time player. Um, Some Adrian in- Brody, Lil Rel Howard. Yeah, like the cast. Is, yeah. I only saw the first episode, but I saw like the trailer has like everyone in the world in it. Mm. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, other people I can't remember. It's a stacked cast. Yeah. The concept of the show is she's a woman who was like a card shark that got caught in a casino bander from all casinos. So they gave her a job and she works at the casino, but she's like a waitress, but she has this unique ability where she can read people and know if they're lying or not, hence mm. poker face. Yes. And so she is now solving crimes yeah, all like, over the place. I like the whole bit that she's like a reluctant detective. She right. doesn't like want to solve the crimes, but she knows she can. So she's just like, ah, oh, let me just see this through. I find her lifestyle excruciating. Yeah. She's like, I live on the road and I sleep in my car and I'm messy. Yeah. Which is a great setup for a show. It's like, oh, you can solve a crime, then go to another right. town, do it again. Like, I, I think it's going to be a good show. Do you enjoy this because you yourself are a man of the road? Yes. Way of the road, mm. bubs. I actually hate being on the road and driving um, and being in traffic makes me more and more upset each day. Shows like this, like they create this scenario where like a you know, young, attractive enough woman is totally. driving along in like a cool classic GTO, just ripping down Route 66 and there's just no other cars and it's no big deal. She gets in and out of Vegas in 20 minutes. It's like, hey, I've yeah, done that. This is pretty nice. You're going to sit in a lot hey, of traffic. Yeah. She was driving around like the LA area without traffic. Yeah, I don't got time for traffic. There's traffic everywhere, all the time, forever. <laughs> Let's show a show of somebody driving around trying to solve crimes, but they get stuck in 93 South traffic. I'm on my way down to 93 South. I'm heading to Duxbury. Nope, not doing that one. That would be hilarious. To That's a bit give up. I want to make a realistic show. This entire episode is someone just sitting in excruciatingly long Hold. traffic. It's like Locke with Tom Hardy, but just traffic. <laughs> and not even like exciting traffic, just sitting there like a beep once every like 40 seconds. Like, ah, come on. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> What's the worst traffic you've ever been in in your life? I mean... I can remember mine. Honestly, they're all just dog shit. It's all just horrible. When, I you, when you can't get to where yeah. you want to go, it's just bad. <sighs> but yeah, tell me about yours. It was the night before Thanksgiving, 2010. And I was working at Entercom Radio selling ads. And I had to work a full day. And then I got right in the car. And I was going to, down to my mom's for the weekend in Norwell and mm. from back bay to Norwell took two and a half hours. Yeah. I've had a bunch of ones like that where it's like late at night, it should yeah. be a breeze, but for whatever reason, it just takes a just cartoonish amount of time. This one, at least this was like the night before a holiday and sort of rush hour time. Like mm. that kind of makes sense. It's horrible. I've Yeah. It's, we're doing traffic now. What the fuck? I, I should might as well have a helicopter sound in the background. <laughs> Why did I? I'm like, what about that traffic? Hoops. <laughs> the only thing worse than being in traffic is talking about traffic. Let's do a traffic pod. <laughs> that way, when people find out we do a podcast, I can be embarrassed about being a guy who does a podcast, and then the fact that the subject matter sucks. People like excitedly like, oh, what's your podcast about? Uh, we talk about traffic exclusively. <laughs> oh, like traffic reports, like to help people out. Oh no, just discussing past traffic that we've sat in yeah my car gets eight miles to the gallon if i sit in traffic i'll just run out of gas 
But uh, poker face wise, the uh, they get so much out of the like she can tell when someone's mm. lying thing. Because like there's a fun scene where she tells someone that she knows when they're lying. So they're trying to speak without giving away the information that she needs. So it's like a fun, like she's asking questions and they're like, oh, yeah. how do I answer in a way where I give you an answer, but I don't know, I'm doing a bad job explaining this, but it's, it's you a cool just, concept. Did you just watch show. the first one or a few? I watched the, like one <clears throat> and a half. I'm, okay. I'm yeah, digging I mean, it. I just. We've watched the first four. And I think there's the fifth one is up, and then the sixth comes out next week. I think it's ten episode season. And I feel compelled to mention. I don't know if we did. This is Ryan Johnson mm-hmm. that created this show. The guy uh, Knives Out, Knives Out, uh, Looper, Brick, Brick, Brothers Bloom, Star Wars, Last Jedi, and uh, Glass Onion. His latest. I think this show is maybe eight thousand times better than Glass Onion. As far as just like a mystery right. thing you can watch, Glass Onion like sucked. This show's way better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I'm, I was very pleasantly surprised. I actually got disappointed when I saw Ryan Johnson because I'm not a huge fan, but his, I liked this. Yeah. He's hit or miss. He used to be all hits, but there's been some misses. And yeah, the show looks great. Funny, interesting, the cast, as we said. I mean, this is a show of substance. Yeah, it's got that. Which has never been said by anyone before. It's got that uh, NBC money behind it, which is a good thing. Yeah, you can tell they're actually like trying to promote this one. They're like, okay, we might actually get some subscribers. Mm. I recommend this if you like uh, mysteries, comedies, combinations of the sort. A lot of people compare this to Murder, She Wrote and Columbo, which I can't speak to because I have never seen either of those shows. Kind of, yeah. I've seen enough of Murder, She Wrote. That was like one of those stay-at-home sick kind of shows. Mm. And I like the idea of Columbo, but I've just never seen it. That guy seems like a cackle, whatever his name is. Is he the guy in Maid? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, Peter Falk. Peter Falk. There it is. I'm in on him. Good pull. Who gets the hands on this? Hmm. You seen Made, folks? John Favreau, Vince Vaughn, 1998. Great, great film. I own it on DVD. Ba-ba-ba. I also watched the first episode of the new Apple TV Plus show, Shrinking, Ooh. with Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford. Glad you brought this up. I forgot about it, but guess what, bud? I did too. Are you a Shrinking fan yet? I think I, I kind of hate it. I gotta say, I think I might also hate it. <laughs> I think it stinks. I think Harrison Ford, I've said this before, I don't know what happened to him that made him do all these shows. I feel like he's in turmoil and like someone is holding someone he knows hostage. Hey, Harrison. Like in Air Force One. I heard you were getting two mil. <laughs> no, but like he barely worked for like forever. And now he's got a new Indiana Jones movie. He's on that Yellowstone prequel. That nobody's watching or talking about. Now he's on this Apple TV Jason Siegel show that nobody's talking about. Like I don't, and he doesn't seem invested or caring. No. Like him on this show, he's mailing it in and being like the curmudgeon who's like supposed to be funny but is mainly just annoying, at least to me. How are yeah, you finding him? It, well, it's very clearly a Bill Lawrence property. Mm. I'll say. 
Like it's very, very much like you can watch it and it just feels like Cougar Town. I'm like, okay, so we're doing Ted Lasso, but even less jokes this time. <laughs> Almost no jokes, but it's still a comedy. This really does feel very reminiscent of Ted Lasso, Lasso meets Cougar Town meets Scrubs. Just that mm. like easy, safe, nobody's upset humor. Jason Siegel is a funny guy and he has the ability to be great, but let's not forget he was in the Muppets as well while we're on the subject of the fucking Muppets. True. He's just, there's like, there's the swinging his dick around and forgetting Sarah Marshall version of Jason Siegel. And then there's the How I Met Your Mother version of Jason Siegel. He exists in a universe that sucks as well. <laughs> that reminds me, first of all, he wrote most of these episodes, which surprised me. Mm. That uh, I could see that. I just, I think he's written stuff before. I was just like, he wrote this? I don't know. It just seemed odd. Um, and what was the other thing? Oh, uh, Harrison Ford said, I saw an article where he was unfamiliar with Jason Siegel before he signed on. And then he watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall and uh, sent Jason Siegel a note that just said, nice penis. <laughs> and, like, and like signed on for the show. I was like, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> that's <laughs> seemed kind of That's funny. It's funnier than anything on this show. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, uh, we should start sending out like, episodes of the show on cd that say nice penis on them to different fans done except for monty his is mangled <laughs> he'll get a special one yeah he can get an mp3 player from the early 90s that barely functions in um that's what else oh do we the uh when you're done saving the world as well yes you watch that right yeah we can save that for next week if you want to we could save it. No one cares. Yeah. Or we can tell you to watch it. It's the new, ah. it's the directorial debut of Jesse Eisenberg. Wow. And f we'll let you know if he did a good job. And you'll find out if you rent it on iTunes. Mm. I think it was a cheap rental. -ish. No, 20 no. bucks. Oh, okay. Buy only. Well, even so, <laughs> folks. Buckle up. Don't it buy go. it, actually. I'm just going to be straight with you guys. Ooh. It was okay. Wait for it to be free. A couple weeks. Yeah, Hang I'll, in there. I'll co-sign that. <laughs> Forget what I said. Finn Wolfhard sucks. And Finn. I wish to not see him in anything ever again. He is kind of distractingly <clears throat> the kid from Stranger Things. Yeah. And it's... He's so hateable in that. In both this and that. I did like how... It's all about like streamers. I think you're yeah. supposed to hate him. You very much bit. are. The device they're using is working, we'll say. Yeah. But yeah, that's, what is it called again? When you're when, done saving the world. Yes. I believe, or finished saving the world. And we'll also be talking about Knock at the Cabin, the new M. Oh, Night yeah. Shyamalan vehicle. That I'm actually excited about. Yes. Uh, you're seeing it Sunday. I'm going to yes. also try to see it Sunday or at some point. There you go. Before next do program. it yeah you got a week you before can get our 200th episode folks buckle the fuck up that's pretty because exciting because we have Going nothing planned with a bang <laughs> but it's gonna be a doozy the upside is it's not our last show no. we'll be back the week after that but um would you say that's enough i would all right cool also, you can check out Skinamarink now on Shutter. I'm going to be watching that, and we'll talk about that, and who knows what else on next week's program. 
Why don't you shoot us an email at enoughforpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm on both of those platforms at Skip Season. Rise on both of those at Ankner and at Ank underscore Fit. You can also go to ankfit.com and check out all the fun new happenings going on over there. Maybe check out Ank's new gym. Wow. Great post. Maybe we, yeah, send us ideas for the 200th episode if you're so inclined. Or an email if it's really charming or funny. We'll read it on the show. We will. The whole thing. And yeah, have a go. Hey, listen, buddy, I gotta go. But But have a go one. Listen, buddy, thank you. Milf Manor. Also, check that out too. Also, everybody say a prayer for Monty's leg. No doubt. Always.